0: All right, we're live.
1: Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) I I had to do it. Uh, Good afternoon and welcome to episode 59 of Pillar Talk. I'm sitting here with Scott Larson, the host of Hashtag The Truth Podcast. What's up, brother?
2: Uh, (laughs) Doing well, doing well, man. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, I'm great. We're doing great down here and hating this cold weather
2: oh so where where are you guys where where are you guys uh, calling me from
1: uh, uh Monroe toledo is where we the the studio's yeah, at the border border of ohio and michigan yeah
2: like what a foot of snow up there right now
1: yeah, about <laughs> maybe six inches ish
2: i i won't I won't make you too mad it was sunny in sixty nine here
1: so
0: oh, you're lucky so oh, I know that's
1: God. where where the hell are you at bro
2: chesney south carolina
1: mm-hmm. damn you got a uh, you got a room open.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you willing to pay rent? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, actually
1: we, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be I'll just be a co-host on your podcast, man.
2: Hey, come on, come on! I love it. I love uh, it. If you can talk wrestling, I, I'm 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 there with you.
1: Oh, you you don't want to know what I can talk about wrestling, brother.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: uh, tell us a little bit about what, what you do on your podcast, man.
2: Well, Hashtag True started a little over four years ago. Um, what basically happened, I'll start all the way from the beginning, man. Um, I, I was a big, huge WWE fan growing up. I watched WWE forever. I watched uh, Continental Championship Wrestling when I was a little kid growing up. Uh, and then one day I ended up up here in North Carolina at a flea market and I was walking through and next thing you know, there's these wrestlers handing out flyers to a show. And I'm like, really now? So I went up there and started talking to one of the wrestlers. It was big country. I'm going to throw the name out there. Big country. Oh yeah. Um, and he got to talking to me and I was doing a podcast called, are you kidding me at the time? where I was putting up news stories, you know, of people that just did the most stupid things in the world. And I'd show the video, then I'd talk about it, kind of make fun of them, and that, that was the premise of the show. And he's like, dude, we need – you need to come to my, our wrestling show and check it out, and, and maybe you could do a podcast about wrestling. And I was like, I grew up watching wrestling. I like wrestling. Let's, let's check this out. Uh, I started going, and, yeah, I, I was hooked. I started talking to some of the wrestlers out there, and you know, getting to know you know what they what what they were going through to to make themselves popular, and I was like, man, the fans out there would love to hear this stuff, and that's how hashtag started. I started doing it on my cell phone, just back when you know, they would let you do you know two people on a cell phone. I was calling up wrestlers and and you know doing it on a cell phone, and then Streamyard uh, was shown to me, and it's been like this ever since oh
1: oh so uh what was your favorite wrestler growing up
2: my favorite wrestler growing up well it was a tag team they were called the nightmares danny davis and kenny wayne at continental championship wrestling back in the 80s
1: oh shit! Uh,
2: oh yeah I-, I love those two guys man whether they were good or bad love those two guys i, I watched them all the way through Danny Davis right now is actually behind the scenes at WWE right now. He's one of their guys that makes sure all the wrestlers get out there and when they're supposed to and you know, and, and do their thing. So props to him, man. That's cool.
1: That's good. Uh, the four years of a podcast. How how many uh, podcasts do you average a year, or like how, how or how often do you?
2: To, uh, Monday, I will be on my two hundred and sixty fourth episode.
1: Apparently. Oh okay, nice. So um. You just get local talent around uh, around your area, like local wrestling talent.
2: Like that, it started off like that, and then I uh, came across a fan of my show, and I'm gonna do a shout out to him, Ringsiders. He uh, came on. He was from California, and he watched my show a lot. He was like, Scott, we've got some great wrestlers over here in California. Why don't you, you know, start interviewing them? And next thing you know, it just spread out all over the U.S. So I've got, you know, I've I've interviewed wrestlers from like eight different states now, nine different states.
1: Oh, really? You should uh, interview some from Ohio. Uh, we got a, and Michigan.
2: Oh, I would love to. I, I I always put it out there, man. If 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 I don't get a hold of you, send me a message. All you got to do is go on hashtag Truth Podcast, uh, Facebook page, my personal page uh i've got a youtube page um any of the three man send me a message saying hey i want to be on and i'll set you up with an interview as long as you're a wrestler a referee or anybody in the wrestling business i'll pot i'll I'll interview you
1: Uh, uh do you talk to refs everything you talk to all of them
2: i just had a ref on last night bobby Gardner. yeah
1: yeah uh you just like the whole fucking get down of the 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 whole thing about wrestling, eh? I,
2: I love it all. Uh, there's not a part of the wrestling, uh, from you know people showing up to the arena, from the wrestlers getting there and putting the ring together, to put, putting it everything, dude. There's there's not a part of it that I don't love. I I, I am just a huge avid fan of the whole thing. Oh really? I'll go in for hours and watch wrestlers train. That's how much I love the business. Just train.
1: Have you ever ran the ropes?
2: <laughs> That's a funny. <laughs> I, I'm trying my luck as being a manager. Um, I've done it once before, and I'm doing it right now for a company called GPW. Um, The first time I did it, I fell out of the ring trying to get through the ropes because I was so excited about the promo I just did and the crowd just popped that I went through the ropes the wrong way, fell down, and I broke my toe.
1: Uh, and the crowd went wild dude oh
2: yeah and the announcer and the announcer somebody man down scott went down it was great
1: it was oh man you went out there talking shit and they'd seen you fall out they were like hell yeah bro fuck that guy
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's exactly how it went down it was funny as heck but and i laugh about it now At, at the time when when i had to go and tell my wife i broke my toe she wasn't too happy about it
1: No, yeah but managers always get you know you're bound to get stone cold stunner after a while being somebody's manager yeah
2: Yeah. you have to you have to take a you have to take a bump you have to take a the first time that that actually happened again i was at gpw uh and i was i was a manager for a stable called the uprise they were a, a baby face stable and we were going up against uh another stable a heel stable called uh, uh uh desolation and i'm outside the ring and i'm walking around one of my guys is wrestling in the ring against one of the other you know other uh the, the bad guys and He had a guy that was out there. His name is Odell Lowe, really big wrestler. And he comes around and he whispers to me. He goes, man, I wish I could hit you. And I was like, "Uh, I don't think so. My wife's sitting right over there. She'll kill me, dude. Because I've got a lot of health problems. So that's, that's the reason why she's like that. But I was like, no. So he walks back around the ring and we're doing our thing. And he comes back around again. And I had had like a minute and a half to think about it. And I was like. I look over at him, and I'm like, is your boy going over? Meaning, is your wrestler going to win? And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay, as soon as he wins, I'm going to slam my hand on the on the mat. I'm going to turn my back to you, and you hit me. He goes, you won't feel a thing. He had a chain in his hand. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. <laughs> you won't feel a thing, bro. You <laughs> You'll turn. be dead. No,
2: I'm serious. He turned. He swung the chain. I felt the wind of it. It looked like he nailed me with it, but he never touched me with it, and I went down like a like a a tree in the woods, bro. I oh. went. It looked good from every angle that it was videoed. It looked like he nailed me, but he he never touched me.
1: Oh, that I, I don't think I'd even okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> like, my wife didn't with me this check the house, brother. He oh. thought I had got nailed.
1: Oh, you were in the doghouse for a week.
2: I was I was. It was fun. <laughs> It was worth it. It was well worth it.
1: Yeah, it's worth it, dude. It's it's breaking your toe, falling out of a ring, dude. Getting kicked in the head with a fucking chain. Right?
2: Dude. (laughs) I I learned what it felt like to come through the curtain. That's what I wanted to feel, was the rush of coming through the curtain, how it felt if a crowd popped or booed you. And I got both and it was it was amazing. I could see why these guys want to wrestle, why these guys come through the 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 curtain every day whether they're liked or hated. Yep. It's a high. It's a high that you will never get over.
1: Hated being hated is still a thing too because I mean that's still a ton of people like fuck you. You know, but you still they still watch you, they want to see you lose and shit like that, you know? They do. They so, do.
2: If, if you do it the right way, you can have people hating you without even saying a word. And there are some managers out there, even in the independents. And again, I'll throw a few names out there. Perry James is one of them. Uh, it, he's a guy that, that wrestles at HWA and a lot of other places. He's one of the managers that he doesn't even have to say nothing. He could just come out, give you a look, and you hate him instantly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sits yep. in the crowd during the Royal Rumbles.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, the first wrestling show. I just went to my first one what uh this year? It was it was, it was last in
0: twenty twenty. It was Rhino Rhino put a battle at the boat yard. Okay. In, in in our,
1: it's in our hometown, so we, we went out there and, and watched it and some dude just It sat. was Johnny Bravo was yeah. the guy's name. Johnny oh. Bravo sit in the crowd like an asshole just why the battle royale was going on, eating popcorn and shit, dude. I was like, dude, fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Did Johnny Bravo did he's that... supposed to
0: be in this fucking fight?
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: see, see, but the thing is he got your attention, and that's what he wanted. He wanted yep. you to hate him, he wanted you to do that, and you did, and you he suckered you right in, and, oh, and yeah, you guys like that do
1: uh what are what are some of the like questions you you give some of the like the newer wrestlers like what what do you ask them like
2: the... uh, uh one of the biggest ones is like who's training you because uh, to a lot of veterans out there if you're being trained if you're coming into their business because they believe that you know when you get in the ring you're putting your life in their hands and their life in your hands so they want to know you're well trained because you know whether you know people call it that f word i don't like saying it no wrestler do right, right. y'all know it's that but you still have to know what you're doing in there or you can seriously hurt somebody Yeah. So what First questions i ask is who's training you and depending on the answer uh some of the uh people who are out there who want to hire wrestlers will say yes or no you know whether they want to go out and get that guy or not by who's training them so trainer training is a big thing
1: oh dude yeah i because uh we have some uh, uh local wrestlers that we were talking to and that they've had some serious injuries happen to them from somebody being inexperienced and shit like that that's a big, that's a big thing, dude. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. Cause you're, dude, they are jumping off a hell in the cell on the fucking tables. Who's the best guest you had? Who's the most famous guest?
2: The most famous guest I've had? The Rock and Roll Express. I, I interviewed them for about 15 minutes out at, uh at the time it was called EWF Wrestling. And uh yeah, I interviewed uh them guys for about 15 minutes. I I, I looked like a kid in the candy store during the whole <laughs> video. I, I had a grin from from you know ear to ear. And what happened was they had to eat like your banner behind your head, they had an EWF banner behind mine, and the tape gave way and it fell on top of my head during the interview. I was so happy I just like peeled it off and kept right on talking, dude. It was it was it was, it was, it was so, so you're funny. saying <laughs> <Yeah>. so now, <laughs> It was, it was it was so great. And this okay. wall right here, speaking of that, this wall right here, it's on a regular wall now. But I used to do my podcast in my bedroom. And this wall was held up by things like pillows and things like that on the floor. So during the podcast, it would literally fall down on top of me. <laughs> and that got to be part of my show. You know, people would call, phone in or watch or whatever, just to see if the wall would fall on top of me. Start amazing. taking,
0: start taking bets to see at what point in time the fucking wall is gonna tip yeah. over. Forty three oh six. He's getting smashed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is tacked up to the wall now with about a hundred nails. This ain't coming down on top of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we learn from our mistakes over here. Yeah, we need,
1: we need some. Uh... Where, you got a, You got the in-home studio. You just locked up in a corner in your room somewhere. Now
2: I've got my own room, uh, in my house. It's my little man cave. I've got, I've even got a table with a coffee maker and all that. I'm my, I'm my own best guest over here, man. Right. The only thing I share it with is a couple oh. of my kitty cats. They got a couple of things in here, but other than that, the whole thing is my computer, my two screens, my my box to run my show, everything else. It's all in here. Uh, oh. I
0: you could you could game too, bro. You better get on Twitch and start gaming. Actually, I'm pretty sure was that your daughter I saw gaming on your channel the that was other day? My daughter
2: yesterday, that was gaming. She was playing Brahali yesterday, and she loves it. And I I made her a bet if she brought her her I made her a deal if she brought her grades up from, at school and that that I would let her game on my channel, and she did. Oh yeah,
1: it. bro, that's sweet.
2: Got to do it. She loves it's playing. I'm a gamer, but I only play every once in a blue moon. So you know, there's no game that I'm really good at. But she plays all the time. She's on her PS4. She lives on her PS4, man.
0: Yeah, my kids the same way. They're over there playing Minecraft 24 seven. I, I I think they're Minecraft- either on YouTube or Minecraft right now. I guarantee it. I think Minecraft's actually pretty cool though because they at
1: least they build something unless they're building like creating yeah,
2: shit. Now, see, I'm, I'm I'm the old school gamer. See, I go I even on Minecraft, I understand the premise of it, building and doing all that. But I go in and I get I, I try to get up all the stuff real quick to go straight for that dragon to kill it, the end dragon, because that's yep. just you know I gotta I gotta beat the game. I've gotta yeah. beat the game. and you know they're all like, no, we gotta build great buildings and and do this, and you can do yeah. all kinds that's okay but how do i beat that dragon
0: <laughs> i don't know if i've ever even played the real game i just build things in create mode i mean i just the kids play it and they're like t-rep
1: you want to play i'm like shit i'll build something i build like a four square <laughs> thing and i'm like this is boring dude.
0: I'm out. My, my, my daughter's been in uh she's be been a- doing
2: some of the great things that they can build on that game it, it yeah. is um
0: Lily, lily's been making doing in creative uh build build contest so whatever you know whatever it is they have to build but will pop up on the screen and they have to build that and there's like six of them then they all vote on which one did the best it's yeah. pretty cool
2: nice yeah, i get into something like that that's something i get into
0: you know you got 10 minutes like it's like a 10 minute round each time and then and then she has another little level or
1: what another world where she has to make her own food and everything and yeah survival just... Yeah, she and she's out there farming and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, not bad.
2: what I was talking to you about before. Survival is where you actually have to go through. You survive not only, you know, the the creatures that are popping up all over the place, but you have to go and kill the end dragon. Oh, oh, no
0: shit. Okay. I had no idea there was an end dragon.
2: Oh, my God there's even more than that there's the end game and then you can go on off beyond that after you kill the dragon there's another place you can go and my my daughters were showing me this and and taking me through it and there's like armor better than uh the armor that they show you in the regular game that you can yeah. get from the other place it's just amazing they they keep adding to that game it, it it looks like squares it looks bland but trust me folks if you get on there and start playing you'll realize it's not, a, it's not just my, a city game.
0: My favorite part is that you have to, like, even say you want to build a fucking uh, a crop a crop gatherer. You actually have to put these pieces together to make these pie- other pieces that have to go together in order to make you this to, machine.
2: You have to use the electricity on there. Is like, it's called redstone. And you have to put the redstone and connect yep. everything up and yep. and make sure that uh, all the circuits are working. To Yeah, it's it's... And if you could do that part of the game, you could do anything. Yep. If you could yep. do the, that part, or you My do-
0: six year old does that part. If if my six year old can do that, anybody can learn that.
2: Yeah. Wow. His- wow. Six years old and she already knows how to do that. That's amazing.
0: I got a six and an eight year old that that's all they do nowadays is just they, they do Minecraft and then they watch videos on how to get better at Minecraft. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah hey, it's something at least it's hey, that's least that's
2: about the way i am with wrestling not to turn it right back around to wrestling yep. again yep. that's the way i am at rest i watch wrestling on average now i haven't watched any today so this would be a lie if i said every day but almost every day i watch like eight hours of wrestling a day whether it be independent wrestling looking for somebody to interview or I'll go back and watch, like I said, the OCCW or the O-W-W-E, the OWCW. Uh, I'll I watch I watch wrestling all the time. You got and,
0: WWE Network?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Watching is. all that stuff, he's hey, got who to. the
2: fuck. Do you think I am, dude? <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, I've got the WWE Network, not for the wrestling. Even though, even though you know the pay-per-views are on there, and I watch those every once in a while, what I've got it for is the podcasting. I watch the other podcasters. I watch Stone Cold do his interviews, and I take notes. You know, it's
0: the homework.
2: Yes, I learned how to, you know, make my podcast a little bit better, and how to talk to to people to pull answers out of them. We talked about that a little bit before the show. You know how you interview some people and. You know, three word answers, and then they sit there and wait for your next question. That's a yep. that's a horrible podcast to have.
0: <laughs> you're like you're like, dude, what what the fuck? <laughs> this is supposed to be a conversation, yeah,
2: yo. Yeah. yeah, full story. Give me yeah. something. <laughs> yeah.
1: What, what did you do today, bro? Ah, uh, you know, is it you know woke up
2: ten minutes ago?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, dude, you're boring as shit. Yeah. Uh, some people just don't know how to talk to people, or or. They do, and then they freeze up when they get in front of that camera and that microphone in front of their face.
1: Why? Why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you uh, an announcer yet? Like, uh, like one of the commentators?
2: I've I've tried commentating a couple of times. Um, apparently I wasn't good enough to be asked back or something. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. Um, I've done it a few times. Uh, I love it. I love to do that. If I could find somebody that would commentate with me or or want me, to- <laughs>
0: I'd commentate with you, bro.
2: There you go. Let's do Scott it.
0: Let's L- Scott Larson Irish. and T rup Iris.
2: There yep. you go. Uh,
0: he'll he'll whatever character you want him to be the good guy or the bad guy, he'll be he'll do it.
2: Right. That's me. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm I'm playing a heel manager right now. I've got a have got a wrestler named uh <laughs> uh his name is Luke Christian. They call him the lone wolf and, and I'm his heel manager and I love it. I I'm i've I've done a couple of promos as a heel i did one with a chessboard that everybody seems to love uh i keep getting raves about that one uh i compared the wrestlers at gpw to pieces of the chessboard and stuff like that it was pretty cool
0: i can't yeah i seen i saw that the, the video was there but i haven't gotten to watch that one yet
2: it was pretty cool i even got another manager which I mad respect for that man and he gave me mad respect he's like uh, I, check this out. He's another manager. He's like, check this out. This is a good promo. So I, I was like, man, thank you very much for even acknowledging me. That was, you know, I, it's only like my third or fourth promo ever. So
0: it was pretty cool. I know That's how
2: to all- open my mouth.
0: <laughs> so does this guy? I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to see a promo with the both of you.
2: Oh, that would be fun.
0: <laughs> hey, do you ever fucking feel feel lonely? <laughs> Well, come get your cuddles from Tira.
2: <laughs> oh, we could do we could do a Viagra commercial. Blow their minds, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's small, but it still gets up there. <laughs> it works for small guys too. Hell yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, that's great that is that is phenomenal see i told you we work well together man it, right. it, it, all it takes is a little uh in, you know ingenuity just think of something that somebody else hasn't done before you know
1: yeah we got uh uh justin Carns
0: up here uh training people what's that called he's a tr- he's a trainer he owns a a wrestling school okay What's what called? skull and bones
1: yes yeah, and bones i was thinking dead. stars and strikes
0: no, yeah, yeah as
1: Skull and Bones as up here in Toledo, man. They they have a lot of good ass wrestlers on there. I've yeah.
2: interviewed a few people that have talked about Skull and Bones. And so, oh, really? Yes. Cool. That, a lot
1: that. of a lot of uh, a lot of, uh d- 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 there's there's a uh, Malcolm Monroe the third too. Skulls
0: and Bones. One. He's, He's from, from fucking Detroit. Detroit.
1: What, what do they do? The IECW or something like that. IECW I w- up in Michigan and that that's been running for
2: get in somewhere over there and interview some of them guys. That, that sounds like fun. Um, I I was doing a state to state thing and then COVID hit and I, I kind of laid that to the side where I was doing like five wrestlers from Alabama, Monday through Friday, five wrestlers from Tennessee, five wrestlers, you know, and people were loving it. I got more views from the out of state guys than I did some of the in-state guys.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we can send them your name and see what you see where we, we can throw
0: do. we'll we'll throw you the names and then you can hit get a hold of them that's I, probably I the best bet.
2: man and and i love to cross promote so if you promote me out there i will definitely throw brain jerk up there on oh. i have no problem doing that I, I love cross promoting uh helping each other to get get views and things like that it, it, it's what we should be doing anyway
0: i agree that and that's you know what we're all about you're obviously that's why we got a hold of you like i was like this guy needs to be seen by more people Period. Right,
2: and you guys too because I, I love this I, I love that both of y'all got on here and and he was late but you waited him out i like that yeah i yeah. think that's, that's good tag team work right there you got to have your partner with you i like
1: it <laughs> dude, I, dude we got the belt sitting right across from me right now you,
2: oh yeah there you yeah. go Oh wait a minute are you telling me i need to get a partner is that what I'll you're telling me
1: yeah dude we' we'll, we'll whoop we'll whoop <laughs> on anybody dude Call us the young bloods
2: <laughs> oh boy here we go i dude. might have to, i might have to go get my other tag team partner uh uh doc payne and we'll have to we'll have to go two on two against you guys
1: boom <laughs> dude we got we got champions oh,
2: heartborn over there i like that yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's for a cooking. It's for a cooking championship. We're the host of this cooking championship. We get the we get the tag team belts right before the the competition goes on. So we we feel like we're fucking champions when we got them.
2: Oh, that's it, man. Just, that's, that's what it's all about having that gold around your waist. Just
1: wait till we start doing promos. The, yeah, once I get yeah, it's going to get nasty up in now, here.
2: Now, that's got to be cool when you do promos. Now you said that belt was for a cooking show. So uh, yeah. I, I can just see the promos now, you know. Uh yes, tonight we cook the chili. We're going to be you know, you <laughs> yeah. know, And that's
1: that's kind of what we're going to do and I got a uh, you know how okay. Hacksaw Jim Duggan had a 2 by 4 I right. got a oh. I got a giant pizza pizza spatula, one of those big pizza getters I'm gonna come
0: out like that.
1: Hey oh motherfuckers.
0: So so we're not competitors, we're the hosts. So basically we're gonna shoot the promo uh, ver- against the competitors like you know what I mean?
2: There you go. Yeah, man. I, I that's hey, I'd watch it. You you guys have me interested to watch it already.
0: Boom. Oh, that, that's, <laughs>
1: that's great, dude. The brains <laughs> are the cook off is what it's
2: yeah, that's one of the that's one of the lines in my show. Is I've got a few lines that I I always say all the way through the show. The, the uh at the beginning of the show I always do the welcome to hashtag truth like this with my hands. And one of the questions I get a lot, if you haven't watched the show, is why do you do that? And I I, I tell people, do you not know what this is? Have you ever been on a, a set of any program where there's a uh you know somebody like doing you know videotaping anything this is a close-up this is what they signal for a close-up if you're a director or something they'll go like this and that that means you know do a close-up so i do hashtag truth I, i've done it since the beginning i don't know why but and then at the end of the show i'll say something i'll give some bullet points about the wrestler that i'm interviewing and i'll end the show with and that is the hashtag truth and then i end the show
0: yeah i I like that part that's a good i i feel like we we kind of do that but we have sound bites that we play at the end of the morning show
2: there you go see that that's that's what gets people when people can can uh get into like a character or a gimmick or something like that they have something to hold on to that they know you're gonna do and that's why i say you know a lot of these wrestlers have gimmick lines and that's why the rock when the rock came out he he could do seven moves the rock only had seven wrestling moves that he was really good at but when he came out as soon as he grabbed the mic and lifted it up yep. everybody knew what he was gonna say you know yep. finally the pony. has come back to wherever he was at you know and you could say it with him
0: yep
1: yeah you know? dude he's
0: yeah and he, he he's the a, most electrifying motherfucker ever
1: to do it he was he was so extra about his fucking moves and shit like the people's elbow like you did all that that dude's totally recovered now. yeah all but
2: that, the elbow and the elbow put him out that's what i thought was amazing but and when he it, did it elbow in wrestling, and wrestling an elbow shouldn't put you out of the game but uh I- the, the, but the people's elbow now you're yeah. not coming up from it. <laughs>
0: I'm putting you in the <laughs> hospital, buddy. Yeah, but when he stood over that guy and kicked his uh, kicked his arm over his own body, you were you couldn't look away until he fucking dropped that elbow.
1: You were like, oh, Holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, I was, when I was a
2: kid, I'm not gonna lie, that I was <gasps>
0: there it is. The people Yes, it's coming.
1: Up.
2: If if he grabbed you and he threw that arm over over his uh head, you knew the rock bottom was coming. You yeah. knew it. Oh, again. Yeah,
0: all that, dude. Well, favorite, that man. was the same as like Stone Cold. You knew who you were. You knew everyone in that arena was about to get stunned when Stone Cold entered, no yeah. matter if he was his friend or not. The oh, when Stone
2: Cold <laughs> smiled at you. Stone Cold smiled. You knew you were fifteen seconds away from being stunned. You, you <laughs> knew you were gonna be stunned. Everybody knew it.
1: <laughs> I was actually seeing a. I seen a, a video. I seen, I seen, a video on Facebook the other day. It was a little clip. of Stone Cold. And he was dancing with uh i guess there's a new the new day it's right. a it's a, it's a yeah. tag team right. and he come in there and start dancing with them and shit like that right when he started dancing i was like he's about to kick him in his shit <laughs> 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 and of course he fucking started dancing getting them all going
2: and fucking stone cold stun him i'm like that's they needed that classic yeah <laughs> and, and that's and, and that's why i love wrestling just for that reason right there you know i could have went into uh, I love sports. I could have done a sports show. I even dabbled in it a little bit, but I didn't keep it going because everybody liked the wrestling. I mean, uh, so I, I had to keep hashtag truth going. Uh, my health, I've retired twice from this show and came back. And every time I've come back, my numbers have gotten bigger. Um, and I'm not retiring to get the numbers. I, I physically wasn't able to do it. I woke up one morning, didn't know where I was at for almost an hour. So, yeah. Yeah. I was scared to death. I came on here, I uh, went live. I was crying. I was like, I, I gotta, I, I, I don't want to come on here and not know who I am, and look like a complete idiot. You know, that's just not gonna help anybody. Yeah. So, I retired again, and I, I take like twelve medicines. I've got twelve of these little bottles up here, so, you know, take all kinds of stuff. But, you know, they, I take it day to day, and, and that's the way I've always been, and you know i'll I'll cancel on some shows but i'll reschedule them as soon as i can and i get them right back on you know
1: right as long as you keep that that dream alive bro and, right and you clearly got a lot of love bro there's oh, yeah. you you're doing something great so it's been four years since you started it yep before okay hell yeah
2: and just this last uh uh three months ago i started with uh I was like, I'm going to take this thing out. It's been four years. I'm going to take this thing out for a spin. I'm going to see if anybody wants to cash in with hashtag truth. And I'm going to go out there and try to get sponsors. Overnight, I got eight sponsors. And I had more that wanted to sponsor me, but I had no more room to put logos or or anything else. So I was like, guys, put it on hold. It, when you know, If any of these sponsors decide to you know drop out, I'll, I'll add you to it. But I didn't i only have i only do an hour show so there's only so many commercials promos and things yeah. i can play on you know on one show so i didn't want to take on too much even though the money's good it looks good i didn't want to take on too much make promises i couldn't keep you know what i'm saying
1: yep you'll be sitting there talking you can't even see you it would just be logos <laughs>
2: right. yeah basically
0: logos basically. popping up around your face just you see your face that's it like, yeah well,
2: my show i've got eight logos all across the bottom of my screen man of all the organizations that have sponsorships with my programs and i in turn sponsor their stuff i put their stuff out there you know their their promos and and everything else And, and that's what i like to do man i i like to lift everybody up and that's why my show you know i'll let anybody that's in the business i don't care if you've been working for three months if you're just now training to be a wrestler anything man at least you're coming on and learning how to do an interview. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll yeah. give you a chance. Uh, nope. if, if you're horrible at interviewing, I will let you know at the end and say, hey, you got to work on this, you got to work on that. But for the most part, it's been pretty cool. I've had two or three that I, oh, my gosh, it was like pulling teeth to get through an hour. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, a lot of wrestlers have stories to tell, and, and that's what I like to hear, man.
0: And that's, you know, we basically do the same thing. You know, the same exact fucking thing. We if you got a business or you're yourself, you know, whatever you're doing in your life, if you're following your dreams, we want to talk to you. We want to and and we want to promote you
2: perform, man. Yeah. Well, I watch some of them. They're really good.
0: I like to
1: to showcase the like the drive and what happened, like like the how hard it is to actually accomplish your dreams. But they, but they're living in their dream right now and they're loving it. So like, hey man, do do some work like these people did. Tell me your story of how you got to where you're at. Tell me all the ups and all the downs because, you know, once people start like thinking, oh shit, maybe it is. If I work a little bit harder, I can actually do something.
2: When I when I first started doing hashtag, like I said, I was doing it on a cell phone. I was doing it on Facebook as like uh just a Facebook call, you know, like you know, and wrestlers were happy to come on. They would they would talk to me, and people would you know put stuff on it. I finally realized, hey, you know, there was like 20, 30 people watching me do this, and I'm just doing it on a cell phone. What what happens if I put a little bit of money into this, yep. got a microphone, and maybe I could get a hundred people. That was my first goal. Let me get a hundred people. Um, and it didn't take very long. I mean, I started interviewing, well, it won't take very long when one of the first guys you interviews, uh, one of the, and I, and I won't name names, but one of the first guys that I interviewed, he threw his wife under the bus right on the show and she was sitting in the next room. He was like, I'll divorce my wife. If somebody would hire me to wrestle.
1: <laughs> I love that
2: didn't take long for that to get a thousand views just like that. I mean, it was
1: amazing right there, right? (laughs) Bits to me all morning, dude.
2: (laughs) But yeah, I've had, I've, I've had, you know, I've had people call in and use my show as part of a storyline they have at their wrestling, which I love that. Oh yeah. That's cool as hell. One of the biggest, one of the biggest views, uh, viewed uh, interviews that I have was there was an, a manager, Justin Klein from 505 Live. He came on and he's a well-hated manager. Well, my best friend and my partner on another uh, podcast that I have, he's a manager also, and he manages at the same place. So what we had was we I interviewed this guy through like 75% of the show. I went to a commercial break, which I do during my shows, and. Right out of the commercial break, I was no longer on the screen like this. I had changed me for Chuck, which was his enemy. And as soon as we came out of the commercial break, them two saw each other and they went at it back and forth and people just loved it blew up, man. And oh, it, it was it was really fun to watch. You got be-
1: in- Oh, yeah. so you try to interview the wrestlers when they're in character? Well, that that for yeah. that.
2: Some some will come on and be in character the whole time they're on, some won't, but i've had I've had two or three that have come on and and just be their character the whole time, especially heels man Heels are great to interview, you know because they hate everybody, they yep. hate you you know yeah. i I'm a fun loving guy, I laugh all the time as you can see and and I just have fun with them i I just think it's the funniest thing in the world
1: right <laughs> did you see that the undertaker finally got out of his fucking character after fucking 30 30 years,
2: 30 years dude 30 years. I was he's, like, do, he's now starting to do podcasts uh that was one of the ones that i watched on the wwe network was and yeah. stone cold interviewed the undertaker that was an amazing if you guys have not seen that if you're an undertaker fan at all go watch that it should be on youtube too they probably have it up on youtube yep. if
0: you yeah it. they do I uh,
2: oh, gotta watch that interview. It's amazing. I watched the,
0: Hit him up, Scott.
1: The, the Undertaker is my by far favorite wrestler of all time. That was he was the scariest dude ever, and I'd still be scared of him today if I if I seen him. Like I'd be like, oh shit. You know, oh, I would-
2: especially back when he was putting people up on up on his uh, logo and lifting them up like Jesus and stuff like that. That
1: was yep. just
2: like, oh, yep, that was, was crazy.
1: He 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 took that role and he lived that role for so many years. It's crazy. I was like, this dude's an actual human. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> holy right? fuck! They didn't they didn't <laughs> just make a robot, and you know.
2: And he was one of the few wrestlers that, even though it took him twenty minutes to get to the ring, you had to watch the whole twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Because right when the – and then you're like, oh, shit, he's going to come out that far. You never know
2: if lightning's coming from the ceiling. You never no. know fire's going to come up from the floor. You never – everybody knows when he gets to the side of the ring and he lifts his hands up, the lights are finally going to come back on. No. But you have to watch every time he did that. And when he when he takes the hat off and he lifts it up and his eyes roll back into his head, no. No. you have to watch it. As many times as you've seen it, you still watch
1: it when he wins he fucking gets down on one knee and does the eye roll dude it's my so
2: tongue, tongue coming out too
1: yep. yeah <laughs> oh my god i love it dude <laughs> that's my favorite him and ray mysterio are my favorite because ray mysterio beat the big show for the world championship
2: yeah the little guy with heart a lot of people love that storyline man yeah. when, when, when promoters run that storyline if they got a little guy that can wrestle you know, you always put David versus Goliath at the end, and, and nope. David wins, and people love that, and and you'll pop for it every time.
1: I I solemnly believe that Vince McMahon's a fucking genius.
2: He, I'll say he's a he's a he's probably the best businessman in the USA, hands down. I won't say he's a wrestling genius though, <laughs> but uh, he is a businessman. He will make yeah. money no matter what. No matter what.
0: The reason Vince McMahon seems like a wrestling genius is because he throws out any idea that comes, and if it fails, it fails, because who cares? He's this big. Oh, he's already this big. Okay.
2: I'll I'll agree with that.
0: So when you do find that diamond, it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. This is what I've been searching for. Because everybody
1: wants to, everybody wants to come onto your shit because it's so big. Yeah, you're gonna find that diamond no matter what. He gets
0: choice well, of whoever he wants, basically.
2: To the WWE or AEW. Basically, what it comes down to is if you get a contract to wrestle, then all your peers look at you. You've made it. You've made it in the business.
1: Even AEW already. Oh yeah. How long has AEW been out? I
2: don't know. So a little over a year, I think. I think they just celebrated their first year.
1: Yeah, but it's brand. That's what I was saying. It's brand new. I didn't know that was already. You're making it in wrestling to go to AEW. AEW
2: is uh, any show that's on TV. Well, I'll put it that way. Any show that is shown on regular TV. I mean, they are syndicated. They're syndicated all over the world, just like WWE.
1: Yep. Oh, dude, that's fucking sweet. Either way, so you make it if you're on national television. Yes, on
2: national television in pro wrestling. You are considered as one of the guys who have made it. If you if you get a contract, you know uh, these contracts aren't small. I mean, some are for standard. You you'd say they're small, but a lot of these contracts. I mean, think about this. I looked it up the other day. Um, Brock Lesnar, last year he wrestled five times. Five times, six times, I think it was, in WWE. Do you know what he made last year?
0: Millions.
2: $26 million.
0: From the WWE alone? For six
2: times going into the ring and wrestling for 20 minutes. That's also
0: Brock Lesnar.
2: He worked less than two hours in a ring and made $26 million.
0: That hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah but too. you know the the That's any of those superstars could probably do that you know
2: right but if, I'm if just the rock
0: were to come back all of a sudden for a week oh he'd a, make rock, a million.
2: Oh my gosh do you know the money the rock would make he, he's making he's making a lot more as a movie star oh but yeah. if he was to come back he would instantaneously become the number he's, one big he's
0: bigger than he's ever been right now Oh, yeah. He's a good fucking movie actor. He's yeah. a good actor.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's he's my, he's my, been in some flops no, He's been in some flops, but he's a great actor. He he did some great acting. The movie sucked, but his acting yeah. was awesome.
0: Was that Be Cool? That was a good role he did. Yeah. There, yeah. every movie he puts out, I watch I be, it because I like he's
2: in. Often, uh, when he did uh, Jumanji, that yeah. was, yep.
0: Jumanji, did both of that.
2: them.
0: Um, Walking Tall was a good yeah. one.
2: I like that one I mean he had he had a lot of them now Tooth Fairy I make fun of that one all the time I, that's
0: he, one of them I haven't seen oh my
2: gosh it's, fun. it's it's actually cute it's one that's it's one that he probably went well I'll just get the money for this one and run <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they say, he said he said that much money yeah I'll fucking do it he says <laughs> oh right.
0: this
2: will oh, be cute. backing up the truck into his front yard and just dumping mounds of money I think him. he
0: said he did it for his daughter
2: yeah yeah,
0: that, that could be
1: it. That could be. Well, well, going on the movie, people, what about Adam Sandler? What? Going on the actors. Man, Adam Sandler's killing it right now,
0: making movies. He he's He's got his own production.
1: Yep. Yeah,
2: Adam Sandler's got his own uh, production company. Yeah.
1: yeah, dude, it's like, it's crazy how, how much he's doing. He's got family-oriented, dude. If you go on Netflix, dude, that's all you can see is Adam Sandler and shit like that's that.
0: That's how I would be. I'd be like him. I'd employ have AirTag, employ all my friends. If you can do the job, I'm coming to you first.
2: Dude, that's what Why we're doing. You? Why wouldn't you?
0: Yep. That's what we're doing with I
1: those,
2: mean, those. I mean, truth be told, wrestling does that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, a wrestler go to an organization, a wrestler will get paid uh, what he said he's getting paid and, you know, have a good time. And and if the, if the promoter makes all the, you know, makes promises and he keeps all his promises that wrestler will go back and tell his friends, Hey, go to this promotion. This guy does what he says. And next thing you know, you got four or five of your friends wrestling with you too. Yep,
1: Dude, that's what, that's what we're doing with the cooking show or the cooking contest. We're going to, we're going to have, it's all of our friends that's doing this contest, you know? So.
2: And when, and when it gets over, and when it gets over, when people really start liking it, you'll find out that those friends will start leaving because you'll have a lot of more people coming in, and that's that's what you well, want.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, hopefully we get to make cooking shows with the with the people, the contestants, and stuff like that.
0: You know, I, after.
2: I'm a horrible cook, but I am a phenomenal eater. I'm just saying.
0: It just so happens we we have spots open for guest judges.
2: I'll be yeah, I'll be a taste tester. i, Every I will be 90 days. Brother, I I will be there. You tell me when. Uh, as a matter of fact, sometime um, next, uh, not even next year. Sometime this summer, I'm going to be heading up to Wisconsin, which means I'm going to have to blow by you guys at some point. Uh, every every ninety days. Day.
1: Every ninety days, we have the the podcast or the the cooking contest so you you can be if you're a, if you're around here you can definitely be a guest judge maybe,
2: maybe i'll talk to my wife and maybe we can coincide my trip up to wisconsin with the with one of the days that you're having the cooking show and then i'll just stop in and i'll be a judge for you
1: dude that'll be awesome dude um, that would be legit
2: honestly would be judge as soon as we get off the show man I have right. that
0: that's sweet um dude and
1: being the host now
0: I get to hear. Well, we first off, we are not going to have another spot open for another three months. So, wow. But that, in because we do it every ninety days, so yeah. we already have everybody lined up for the March seventh is when we do the contest, okay. and then after that we start all over from scratch again.
2: Okay. So, so when's your next one after March seventh? Give me that date, and that might be the day I could show up.
0: Well, March, April, May, June. So June, like- the first Sunday in June, I believe. What is that? It, okay. Would okay. I'll
2: talk to your wife and see if we can't coordinate our our uh, trip up there for the first week in June. That would be awesome.
0: That would be good. That would be legit. That'd yes. be awesome as hell.
1: And we'll stay in contact when we know the actual day and everything. So yeah,
2: I got to go up there and watch my Milwaukee Brewers play at least one baseball game. So.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> That's your team. Is that where you're from?
2: I am. I am from Wisconsin. I was born in Mauston, Wisconsin, which is a small town up in the northern part of Wisconsin. And I lived most most of my life in a small town uh, of New Lisbon or Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I, I I graduated high school in Milwaukee, in the big city, and that's where I met my wife. Of uh, it will be 16 years, July the first.
0: 16, huh? Holy Good job, shit, dude. <laughs> Exceeding expectations. That's a success yeah. in itself.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she can stay with me for 16 years. She's doing awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah you should be saying congratulations to her huh no
2: she, she she has her own fan club yeah she can't she doesn't believe it until she goes on facebook and i say something about her and everybody defends her instead of me when i say something yeah. So she knows she knows That's maybe you so. picked
1: up your fucking socks <laughs>
2: <laughs> bro you have you don't know the no. dude i just cleaned this whole office in our bedroom before before i came on you have no idea <laughs> Oh, my gosh. She's like,
1: finally, you're cleaning for once. <laughs> 15 years. <laughs>
2: you're a good impersonation to Connie. I'm going to
1: have to. <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull that out of my ass, dude. That was good. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. I had to take a double look, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, shit. My wife? Like, oh, my shit am, I, am
2: I doing all right? Oh, fuck is my
0: uh, oh, I'm surprised. You should Sorry. see him in the summer. It, you'll be. He'll do that voice and he wears a moo. Oh like, no.
1: Uh-huh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm your
2: grandma from I'm your grandma from Boston, okay? Oh my gosh. Dude, <laughs> I like doing that with prank calls. Have you ever done that with a prank call?
1: Uh, actually I can fuck with my voice, but I've never done that. Never done prank. Oh
2: comedy. my gosh. You've got to do an old man's voice when it, it just talks stupid stuff, man. It is the funnest thing in the world. When you know, you've got, a uh, a, a person on the other side trying, just trying to weasel you out of money, you know, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My grandpa wants to talk to you. <laughs> you motherfuckers always calling my phone start you f- about piece- the of your poop and start talking about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I did
0: that with you know those guys that hit you up on on Facebook Messenger oh we I saw your name on the list
2: oh and I love those people
0: yeah I hit somebody the other day talking about uh I can't just let you send me free money I'm going to send you pictures okay I'll send you nudes <laughs> <laughs> and, <he laughs> and was they're
2: like no, no 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 don't send them <laughs> don't send pictures <laughs> You're not 450 plus pounds. I gotta do that one. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I got, well, Keith, I'm 450 pounds. I can imagine them see. You know. Oh, I'm gonna send you some nude pictures. Uh, uh, never wait, mind. Well,
0: so they are like, no, just send me the information. <laughs> and so
1: he sent he sent a picture of a butthole he found on Google.
0: It was it was like uh, a cow's butthole or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, see, that's what I'm talking about that. That's that's when you know you're having fun, man. That's that's when you know you're having fun doing your job and things like that. I've had people I've had people, uh, you know, ask me what's the craziest thing I've had on my show and things like that. And I haven't really had anything off the wall, you know, other than the guy throwing his wife under the bus, which I will never forget. I'll never forget that show.
0: I'll divorce oh. her right now, motherfucker.
2: Yeah. pay me to be on your show. I'll divorce her right now, and she's twenty feet away from him, dude. I, if I even if I if I even whispered that, I'd have a frying pan thrown at me right
1: now, <laughs> well, dude. Yeah, if you whispered it in your in your soundproof room, she would be like, "What this motherfucker's <laughs> talking?"
2: About this the Connie radar would go off. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh yeah, it does.
2: Wait, what is he saying? Condor.
1: Like when you're out at the store and you're fucking around, you're you're like, oh, shit, dude. She, I know. I Instead know of the bank
0: ping, it's. <laughs> That's
2: what it is right there. You got it. You
0: man. better get your fucking asshole. <laughs> you better quit talking bad about me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I have to admit, man, uh, doing my podcast, I've had, like we said, I've had some doozies, some bad ones, and I've had some good ones. Um. My record show for length right now is two hours and 39 minutes. Uh, I did that with uh, Big Country, a wrestler here in our area. And, I mean, we talked about everything and anything on that show. It was fun. We it, it was not a boring moment. And that was back before I even had commercials, sponsors. I mean, that was just two hours and 40 minutes of straight talking.
0: Yep. I actually, our our longest one was with a wrestler also, and they came in. They did magic and fuck, and we talked about the synchronicity wave. And now we live off of the synchronicity wave, you know. <laughs> it was that was three and a half hours, and I cut that audio down to two and a half that because I took the magic out of the audio. I'm I'm waiting on the next episode they're coming
1: on dude cuz I love having conversations with them like a good conversations a good conversation
2: now, now, here's the podcaster and me you guys talked about you love playing video games you like lo- is there any other stuff you do other than your podcasting Uh
0: we we do multiple podcasts we do cooking the cooking thing uh we hang out What we watch UFC play the video I- games UFC is honestly, MMA is my favorite. I recently just got into like the bare knuckle aspect of it. That's pretty cool. No, well,
2: my wife won't watch wrestling with me. She, she'll she watch it every once in a blue moon. Like she likes the Royal Rumbles and things like yeah, that. That's yeah. when
0: I watch wrestling too.
2: Yeah, but she won't get into like everyday wrestling all the time like I do. But UFC, every time UFC is on TV and we find it, oh, she'll sit down and watch that. Now that's fighting. She's like, that's fighting.
0: Hundred percent. I I watch. I at one point I was watching every single event that they had. I probably it was probably six months straight. And I could tell you everything there was to know. But once yeah, we started on this, on we TV, tried
2: uh, on Pluto TV. One of the channels is the UFC Unleashed. You yep. can go out there and just watch hour after. Uh, I mean, show yep. after show of all the Unleashed.
0: We tried to do a, a MMA podcast recap after the pay-per-views and we did we did it and we're like nah we're not we're not this isn't us we're not qualified enough to talk shit about these guys oh, even you know
2: <laughs> i i used to do that back when i first started hashtag i was uh, i still call myself that i'm the hwa uh president uh hwa fan club president and i would come on after every every show that hwa did and i would talk about every wrestling match I would I would, you know, and of course I was a good guy doing that show, so of course you know I I would talk bad about the bad guys and good about the good guys and I used to have a top 10 in everything. I used to, you know, give who I thought were the top 10 wrestlers every week
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I used to do that. That was fun to do for a little while, but it got kind of old. Uh but yeah, you you can do a lot of amazing things with podcasting, man. It is it is so much fun to do when you've got an audience that interacts with you.
0: Yeah, that's my, honestly, that's my favorite part. The community that we're building is right. just, it's so cool. The fact that these people want to come in every day, every time we, we go live and sit here and listen to us. Dude, that, that,
2: I cry when I think about some of the fans I have on my show. I talked about one earlier from uh, California Ringsiders. I've got probably, I would say a good two dozen Fans that watch my show every time it comes on, yep. and they always come on and say hi. And that's one thing that I I uh, love to do. No matter what they're saying on there, I always want to acknowledge them. Yeah. You know, regardless, because that's how you're going to make a fan base. Even if you just say hi to them, if they put up hi Scott or hi pillar talk or you know, and you and you put them up there and say hey back, yep. that makes want to come back again because you're right. acknowledged.
0: Boom. See. There you go. <laughs> i'll show you the love you got love up in here there's people in here watching you
2: hey love you guys see there you go that, that guy right there the renegade the outlaw renegade he actually runs one of the promotions he's actually one of my sponsors
1: oh hell yeah bro you got your sponsor oh, on in here bro are
2: doing yeah see i love this man <laughs> there you go see i love that man i love interacting uh i hey, didn't
0: talk a- about big country here he yeah, is big
2: country there he is the two hour and 40 minute man right there and i've interviewed him i think five or six times on my show max carnage the creepy one he's another wrestler he's awesome nice
0: on all the platforms nice
2: wow hi hello everybody
0: Hello, everybody! You're getting some love, brother.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh, Scott that's... Larson
0: is the man, Jordan says.
2: Hey, what? No pain, no gain. Wrestling podcast. There's another great podcaster.
0: No pain, no gain. It's spelled like his last name.
2: Exactly. Uh, exactly. Hell yeah.
0: Old school wrestling is coming back.
2: I hope so. I hope so. I'm an that's old school
0: my favorite. Player. Old school wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's why I got out of. the the new age kind of. <laughs> Got me a little bit weird. I, was yeah. like, eh.
2: I, I like the high flyers. I like all that, you know, Name. I like athleticism in the guys. I really do. But I am a guy, and, and this is, hey, Rosen. <sighs> uh, but I'm a, I'm a guy who uh, is big time on stories. One of my biggest sayings on my show is give me something to invest in. Give me something that makes me want to come back and watch your show the next time you have another one. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. And and
0: be consistent.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Consistency exactly. is key. Scheduling.
2: Yep, that's it. And, and that's what made WWE what they are today, man. I mean.
1: Yep. You got to start somewhere, bro. You got to start somewhere. There's no, there's no, I don't know. If you got a dream, you better just start doing it right now. Even if it's just on a piece of paper, it'll be something someday.
2: I'm constantly, I don't know about you two, but I'm constantly thinking about what I can do on my podcast. I'm constantly thinking of ways to improve it, uh, ways to get more people to put their eyes on it, you know, and, and I'm a perfectionist. I backgrounds, all that stuff. I will do a background. I will spend two hours on a background just to make it look halfway decent, even yep. though you only see bits and pieces of it when, you know, both wrestlers are me and the wrestlers up there on the screen. Um, yep. But mm-hmm. I am. A I'm, moving in.
1: I'm moving into the fucking studio because I don't feel like I, I spend enough time. Yeah. So I'm moving in. I'm like, shit, dude. I'm I'm coming down to Toledo. I live in Monroe, and so I'm like, I'm coming down to Toledo. I'm fucking. All I do is
0: think about this damn yeah. podcast fucking right. company.
1: And that- our <laughs> studio, our studio's in his house. So I was like, and shit. so
0: we have multiple podcasts. So we go, okay, we know the direction now of of where we want to go with these podcasts. So now we make them prettier. Now we make them better. Now we improve them.
2: And, and I'm the same way with hashtag. And I've got a partner uh chuck winchester who is my producer on hashtag and he's my partner on the other podcast we do which is called the Slapdown digicast that is the you know the, that is the podcast where we talk about anything we we talk about comic books we talk about video games we'll we'll get a little bit into politics very little because i don't want to argue with anybody yeah. uh and we'll talk about Anything and everything we do a segment on there about crazy news because I love that you know where we talk about people doing crazy stuff, and uh we have a top ten list that we do every week, which I think is is amazing. A lot of people do it with us, like uh the next show we're gonna have we're 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 doing the top ten songs that you would play as a teenager to your girl when you thought you was gonna get lucky,. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes we have a few so, a few things on our list that are the same, but for the most part we have different lists and we find out that people out there make their own lists and I
0: don't know if I could compete in that list.
2: <laughs> that one, uh, yeah,
0: I couldn't do that one. Oh, dude, I could. Oh, come
2: I, on, you could throw a Barry White song in there, or I'm not
0: a play music kind of guy. I'm like, let's get see let's, nothing wrong. Let's get to it and get back to our day.
2: <laughs> there <you> go, see <laughs>
1: little, little grind. I, mean, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing wrong, <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> The
2: fuck that's, out what, you, that's what we love that the interaction with the fans man they they get on there and they give us their top tens and we just have a good time man and we're doing the same thing like you guys man we just keep trying to think of fresh things to do to, to keep people talking and yep. it's, it's fun
1: that's all about that because the conversation don't st- don't it's not just us two you know there's a whole bunch of people watching why don't you jump in you got something to say jump in and say something
2: i usually put that on the bottom until my sponsors took up all the room at the bottom i usually put you know comment comment and ask questions because that's what i want you to do Um, i want you to do that uh during my show because uh, if not i'm just i feel like i'm talking to myself If, if i'm on there by myself doing something uh now every once in a while i do a a rant and people love my rants i'll I'll get mad at something that's going on in the business or in in wrestling and if i don't hear the right things from the few people in my friends you know circle that you know that can answer i'll come on and out and for an hour i'll be like a madman i just come on and i just give everybody you know you know You suck, you can't do this, you can't do that. Why can't I'm a fan, give me what I want, blah blah blah. And you should see the responses I get. I've had uh wrestling owners that own organizations literally, Scott, I heard exactly what you said. Watch my next show, you're going to be surprised. Scott, come on, you know, uh, we're doing that, Scott. Check this out. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, dude, I'm just a podcaster. You don't have to prove it to me. Just do it. That's what I'm I
1: just called you a son of a bitch last <laughs> night, bro, and you're saying this to me.
0: <laughs> Sometimes people need that.
1: You
0: know, it's a little yeah. Bit tough love,
1: yeah, dude. Yeah. Why do you think? Yeah. Why do you
0: think Stone Cold called people sons of bitches all the time?
1: Son of a bitch. What?
2: You You got to find a way to get people's attention when you're saying stuff. Sometimes just having a podcast isn't enough. You know, if you come out and you call somebody out, and that's one thing I don't do is I don't name names. When I do a rant, you know, I I won't name straight names like of the wrestlers that I'm talking about or the promotions that I'm talking about. That I won't do. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in calling somebody out unless, unless, in quotation marks, unless you're doing something illegal. Now, if you're a child molester and you're wrestling at a show, I'm going to call you out by name. If you're, you know, uh yeah. doing something where you shouldn't be around kids or family events i'm gonna call you out by name that's yep. the only time i'll call you out by name
0: shit i agree with that
1: I yep i support that 100 percent, dude yeah. gotta fucking gotta hold them motherfuckers accountable bro
2: i don't want my children i bring my daughter i have a 13 year old daughter in the other room who loves coming to independent wrestling shows and i won't have that around her period
0: oh no period. you're yep yeah we're in the same boat. I got one of them too <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a thirteen year old too brother
2: good deal good deal yeah, yeah she's thirteen going on thirty two
0: right yep. that's what it is too so close that is so accurate <laughs> <laughs> that's the facts like where did you come from <laughs> where's right. this where's this young woman coming from
1: yeah. right.
0: what the right. fuck? who who the who told you you could say this to me <laughs> When did you become so smart?
2: uh, Hey, trust me, that that has been said a few times. She'll come in and say a word this long that I don't even know the meaning of, and I'll be like, okay. Well, take
0: the belt. Take the belt. You're the champ now.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right?
0: You're the man of the house, sweetie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the pants. You wear them now. Oh, oh, shit! Dude,
1: it's act like you had the pants on in the first place, dude.
2: <laughs> well, you know, mine are on loan from my wife, but... I'm going to get, I'm get
1: Connie on the phone. I'm going to see who really wears the pants.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's her immediately. I won't even argue with you.
1: Well, you might as well. Happy wife, happy life, dude. No
2: That's
1: wonder you're smiling so much, bro. She that, must be a little bit happy.
2: Credit for this, though, um and you talked about it earlier in the show. She's letting me live my dream. She's letting me chase my dream, and for that, I'll always love her. So I will put that out there. I love you, Connie, for letting me do that.
0: Shout and- out, Connie. love you, Connie. Thanks yeah. for being a great yeah. wife.
2: She she takes me to all these wrestling shows. Even if it shows that she don't want to go to, she'll go over and play her little game on her phone and ignore the crap out of me for three hours. But that's okay, because I'm getting to watch wrestling. But, hey, babe, you just, see this? Babe, get off your fucking candy crust. You see this? Shit? <laughs> Every once in a while, she'll find a wrestler that she likes, and she'll look up, and she'll watch the match, and she'll talk to me about it and stuff. But it, those are few and far between. But right. for the most part, you know, she's like... And now that I'm bringing in a little bit of money with sponsors and things like that, now she's really like I like this. I like
0: this. She's like kindly.
2: <laughs> yes. I kept telling her, you know, let me let me let me get to a point where, you know, I, I where I feel comfortable saying, "Hey, it's about time." Just like a wrestler out there, you know, there comes a point where he, you know, I'm not working for 10 bucks anymore. I need to work for 20, 30, 40, 50 a show. Just like podcasting, man, we we get out there, we 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 work, we, we have to do the research, we have to, you know, make sure our equipment is up to date, that you're hearing and seeing us great, and, you know, same thing for us, we want to be acknowledged, too.
0: We got to make those phone calls to get the guests, or, well, hey. messages, I use messages. Hello? But
2: messages Hello? Calls, uh, word of mouth, anything, man, anything to get somebody interested in coming on the show so we have content to give.
1: Sticking
0: yep. stickers on random poles Yeah, that's one thing I do
1: downtown.
0: I'll throw <laughs> stickers anywhere, right on the gas pumps and everything.
2: Oh, dude! Oh, you just taught me something. I didn't even think about that. Yep. And I've got some yeah. people that can make me hashtag stickers. I'm gonna yep. do that.
1: Yeah. My, my mom and dad are about sick of it. My little sister doesn't <laughs> want to hear another fucking word about brain jerk. She doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my wife's the same way. My <laughs> wife way it's funny because i'll start my show and she'll mock me how i started and then she'll yeah. be, she knows when i'm about to do my outro and she'll be in there in the other room going and that is the hashtag <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
1: funny that happened. just means she's a low-key fan bro
2: i know i know yeah. bro. I, I keep telling her that i keep telling her that but yeah it's it's fun to do guys it's it's fun and I, I thank you guys for letting me come on the show, man. I, I, this is only my third, the third podcast that's asked me to come on to interview me. Um, and it, it's, it's exciting to do it. I like being, it, it's kind of weird being on this side of it where I'm not yep. asking the question. Because I've got like a million questions going through my head that I want to bounce back at you, but it's your show.
0: <laughs> you can bounce back hey, anything. Yeah, we, we're, this is a conversation.
2: Okay, I gotcha. So where'd you guys meet? I'm just curious to know where you guys met.
0: <laughs> you you want to know the kid-friendly version, or do you want to know the real?
2: Uh, that depends on if your show is rated PG oh, or not. My,
0: my, our show is rated R for R- retarded, bro. <laughs> 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 I like well, that. We met, We met at a party, but Brain Jerk happened like two or three years after the fact. Yeah. We met at a party, fucking
1: doing stupid shit. They were all fucking partying hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a friendship built from that, from partying hard, dude. And then that's that's where where it's at.
2: How did a come along, How, who who came to who and said, "Hey, we should do a podcast together."
1: Um, uh, we were in uh, Las Vegas, dude. And some, uh, I was. Uh, we had an Elvis impersonator, Mary, our friends and the elf impersonator wasn't so good so i was roasting him i was like talking him and i was making the whole fucking wedding laugh and shit. like i put i put him in tears by accident
0: and like he he not in a good way he for real was he was sad about it after the fact yeah
1: because wow. i was just i was relentless you, you
2: put him in heartbreak hotel right yeah,
1: yeah that's exactly <laughs> and then the the cameraman was uh he was the one throwing on the, the promotion of the wedding he was like, "Bro, I'll get you ordained, and I got a room for you here in Vegas if you come out here right now." And then he grabbed me
0: and was like, "No, bro, you're coming with me." And yeah, I said, "I we I got plans for us." <laughs> so originally it was a cartoon.
2: Did your eyebrow raised like the rock, raised up like the rock when he said, "Come here, big boy. I got plans for you." <laughs> oh, yep.
0: Come on. Okay, let's go. I got I got bigger plans than fucking this. So originally it was a cartoon idea. You know, the only, only thing is, you know, us two idiots don't know how to draw.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've got Matt really stick figure cartoon on the Internet. We've yeah. got
0: the blueprint for the cartoon. It's just we need an illustrator and stuff like that.
2: Gotcha. But uh, so basically <laughs> from a butthead podcaster type thing.
0: From, yeah. from there it went to, like, what can we do now to get us to where we need to be? And this was it and then you know the cooking show was involved and all that but then it was basically me trying to convince him just trust me this is going to work just trust me
1: literally i was like who the fuck is going to watch us talk shit on a mic and then i was like oh wow no apparently. what he said is after,
2: who's
0: going who after,
2: after a week did you have the same did you have the same uh, view on that
0: actually no. what what he said was Who's going to sit there and watch us jerk each other's brains off? And that's how I was like, that's our name. Brain jerk.
2: There you, you go. That's how amazing. our
0: name came up.
2: That's amazing. And it's, and it's yeah, weird the way hashtag, the way that name came up was I, I was sitting down after I came home from the flea market that day. And I was thinking about, you know, doing these shows and all that. And I was like, man, what is the one thing that is always missing in wrestling? You know the truth you know everybody comes on as a wrestler I'm the greatest thing in the world even though they're not yep. I was so i want to have it to have i want it to mean to have the truth in the name I want truth to be in the name somehow and so uh, uh lo and behold what was in front of me on my on my uh computer screen but hashtag this hashtag that hashtag this uh and I was like well there you go hashtag truth that's what my and it and it just blossomed from there. And and oh, I love that. That's beautiful.
0: Who's your favorite un- unbookable and why is it Boomer Payne? <laughs>
2: at that at that first show that the, the, the show that I give credit to hashtag truth. There's a, a, a bad uh group of guys called the Unbookables and Boomer Payne's his leader and I hate all of them and Boomer Payne claims I'm his fa that I think he's my favorite. There's a lot of people on your show, man. I love this.
0: I would put this other one, but I, that one's that one's not. I'll, I'll show you that one once we get off the live.
2: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: yeah, it's a funny one though. I'm cool not gonna beans, put it. Who said it? That good school on on uh Twitch. that dude that I this guy.
2: Okay. But it's cool not beans. this.
0: It's the it's on Twitch.
2: Cool beans. All right, school. All right. I have a Twitch account, but I never use it. I should start using it.
1: Should. Oh, I read it school. I read it. We
0: read it. It's hilarious.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, come on! You're already saying it. Put it Fine.
0: up. Fine. put it up, dude. Fine. I don't care about it. Today, Today I, I attempted to insert a cantaloupe melon into my anus because the local shop had not, was out of oh, apricots. I, I buy a lot. lot. <laughs> Using about a gallon of butter, breathing techniques, and a few hours, I managed to finally get it inside. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking dude.
0: I love
1: that. Just because you took some time out of your day to fucking write that. Thank you, brother. I love that. <laughs> dude, that's a good one.
2: That was good. That was good. I enjoyed that. See, that's funny, man. Dude, uh, the yeah, I told you, you'd be surprised how many people come on my show and go, "Can I cuss?" Can, can I say, "Dude, it's an open show. You do whatever you want." I had one wrestler come on and he asked me before the show, he goes, "Do you mind if I cuss?" And I'm like, "Dude, no problem. He had he laid the f bomb after every word. I mean every it was f this, f that, f this, f that, f this.
0: Just making sure.
2: Motherfucker. Motherfucker <laughs> mother, mother, fuck. fuck Motherfucker. Mother, right? right? mother, and, and I laughed through the whole thing. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And I had a few people, you know, how can you let somebody talk like that? Well, why wouldn't I? If that's the way he is in real life, I yep. mean,
1: let them be genuine. We want to we want them we want them to meet the real fucking you, anyway,
0: dude. That, that's
2: exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's what we run on. Be genuine. Don't wear masks, and we we expect that in our everyday lives from the people all around us too.
2: Right? I tell people that all the time on my show. I am who I am. Who you see right now, who I'm talking to you, is who I'm gonna be five minutes after I get off the show with you guys. I am no different on air as I am off air. It's it's too hard to be fake. It is. It, it's too hard to work. It takes you, a
1: toll, man. It takes a toll on your mentality. Right? You don't need that.
2: Right? Even when I play my heel manager, all that is is me mad all the time. That's all that is. <laughs> I think of reasons to be mad at you, even if there isn't any. I make them up in my head, and that's that's all it is.
0: Yep. When you're the bad guy, that's what you have to do.
2: And it's dude. Fun, dude. It's fuck fun this and
0: guy fun. with the tattoos all over his face. yeah Fuck that guy,
1: dude. Who, who, who,
0: <laughs> like,
1: ask? That? How
2: did that start, bro?
0: Oh, uh, trauma. <laughs> he he got into a motorcycle accident. Now it's like fuck fuck everybody else and what they got to say about huh? anything I do. I'm
1: pretty. Um, th- th- what happened? I was uh, I got burnt up pretty bad. I was in the hospital for two okay. years. Uh, brain injury and all this weird shit and uh Got told what to do with from the doctors for so fucking long. Every day I was in the hospital bed, and I got out, and I was like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get face tattoos." And because it was nobody could tell me no, you know. So I went and did it. So it might be a bad idea, but I like them. So
2: I I think you look original. That's 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 an original look. <laughs> I you know? you caught my attention right away when you sat down. And I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I was, I was, what's funny is he's he's what you see on the outside is not what he is on the inside yeah
1: like my favorite thing is like i want to die and be reincarnated as a bee so i can face fuck flowers for th- <laughs> two days
2: <laughs> you've got the same sense of humor i do i told my wife when i die to bury me with my butt sticking out of the ground so somebody has a place to park their bike <laughs>
1: Dude, that would work. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my
0: God, that would work.
2: Hey, I just want to leave a lasting impression. (laughs)
0: Still looking for Chuck Norris?
2: Cluck. Cluck Norris.
0: Cluck Norris, yep.
2: Uh, On on our podcast, we have our podcast, our uh, Slapdown Digicast. One of the stories on there was that this chicken was running rampant all through Texas, and they were stupid enough to leave a number to the police station of the police people who were chasing this chicken and we literally called that police station (laughs) Have you caught the chicken yet and they were they were so amazed that well my partner called he called twice and both times he was told to call this captain or whatever of course the captain never answered his phone and it was crazy hey alexander polk What's going on brother that's another one of my longtime uh, watchers
0: let's uh let's yeah. uh, let's get you uh, let's get your plugs in and then we're gonna ask you one more question
2: all right sounds good man um hashtag truthpodcast.com is my new website if you want to go I've got my vault my vault is being put up on there right now of every show I've ever done um, it's still a work in progress. My most recent interview is on the homepage when you go there and then there's uh, a place where you can click and find my sponsors. Uh, and then you can click on their, uh, logo and you can go to every one of their pages. It takes you to their pages. So if you want to go to a show or something, or if you want to see what show, uh, when their next show is, you can just click on the sponsorship and it'll take you to there. Oh, um, uh, uh, i'm having a good time with this thing man um scott larson if you're looking for me on facebook or hashtag truth wrestling podcast on facebook when i run my show i run it from my page uh my hashtag truth facebook page and i run it on my hashtag truth wrestling podcast youtube page those are the three pages i use so oh, yeah
1: brother um what is the last thing you would tell the world this is your platform the to reach out to the whole world, what's the last thing you would tell them?
2: Wow, stop the hate, man! Stop. The, I, I'm so sick of turning on the TV and everybody's talking about hate. uh I'm talking wrestling. I'm talking in everyday life, man. Just stop the hate. I, yeah. I don't. I look at you. I don't look at you for what color you are. I don't look at you because you're a man or a woman. I look at you because you are who you are. Yeah. And that's the yeah. way I wish everybody would look at everybody. If you looked at me. And just took a first glance and, and, you know, without knowing me and, and you thought you knew who I was, you're probably going to be very surprised.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I preach. I preach that shit, man. Read the book before you fucking judge the cover. There you go. Because it could, it could be a beautiful story in that fucking book. That's it. All right, that that's it for uh, episode 59 of pillar talk thank you so much for coming in and talk to us brother it was it was nice to meet you it was nice to sit down with you uh have a great night bro
2: you too guys thank yeah. you very much for having me and again like i said let's let's cross platform man i will get your information after the show i'll give you mine and and we'll send each other's uh fans to to each of our uh shows all right
1: dude no doubt thank you so much bro i love every single one of you have a great night
0: thanks everybody for joining us tonight we appreciate every one of you